702 The World View With Adam Gilchrist It's 20 minutes after 8 Let's catch up with news from elsewhere in the world Adam Gilchrist, welcome back And uh, what a welcome you're going to have (laughs) Let's start with Donald (laughs) Trump There he was, looking glum Looking quite cross But I suppose it really plays well As part of his election campaign Yes, the bulldog chewing a wasp analogy comes to mind when you see Donald Trump's face sometimes. You think, yeah, it does look like he's got something painful going on. You know, there's a part of the world where Donald Trump doesn't really reach. And it's the place I just went on holiday. It was glorious. Didn't think about Donald Trump or the British economy or any stuff, any violence in the world. But uh, yeah, here we are back on Trump territory, the gift that keeps on giving after day of the latest trial, a fraud trial with a whole series of charges against him. I think the most extraordinary thing is we, we were expecting it to be fiery. We were expecting him to bad mouth some of the stuff that's going on. But I have to say, I think it's extraordinary that he can somehow seemingly get away with calling the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, racist and corrupt and suggest that the judge is a rogue adjudicator. And he did all sorts of other things outside of court and inside of court. He actually had to have the judge keep interjecting to challenge during an opening statement. The judge had to keep coming in to say, oh, hang on, there's this, and explaining a procedure. I think anyone else on earth would have been found guilty of contempt of court on day one. But somehow, does Donald Trump get away with it, or does it come back to hit him hard at the end, I wonder? And there were, I suppose, the next story, Adam, a brand that was known for its sex appeal, at least using that uh, to sell itself. And it appears behind the scenes they meant it. Yeah, Abercrombie and Fitch. If you think of those posters and the whole image, it's often the bare torso of a man in jeans or perhaps a shirt half hanging off, that sort of stuff. And the former CEO of Abercrombie & Fitch, Mike Jeffries, and his British partner, Matthew Smith, are accused of organizing all sorts of A&F, if I can call them that, A&F events around the world in London, Paris, New York, Marrakesh, and that men were invited to be at those events. I mean, I suppose you would. It's a sort of brand thing. But some of those men have now come forward and told the BBC They were abused and exploited and sometimes sexually assaulted, sometimes sexually abused. And indeed, there's now been a BBC investigation, but they'll now be a look into whether there should be an actual formal American police investigation. Were some of those men basically sex trafficked by Mike Jeffries when he was CEO of Abercrombie and Fitch? Now, they haven't replied, Mr. Jeffries and Mr. Smith. They have absolutely said nothing about these allegations yet. Uh, We have no idea if they're true or not. Some people have come forward to tell their own stories. But it is that thing. We know sex sells, but you're still not meant to buy it or coerce it or or use it in the way that they are alleged to have done. I'm really keen to hear what you have to tell us about this next story. An author Mm. present at his own funeral. Yes, he said he wanted to experience death while he was still alive. I mean, you can see the problem right off. You're not really <laughs> experiencing death because you're still alive. Anyway, Victor Amela, I mean, it's a bit of performance art or it's a bit of self-indulgence and it's an extraordinarily vain thing to do in all sorts of ways. But he went through the whole process. There he was actually put into a coffin. At one stage, lowered into the ground, earth began to be put on top. He admits to a moment of panic when the earth began to land on the top of the coffin. And wouldn't we all? Isn't that the worst nightmare? Isn't that that Ryan Reynolds film that taps into that as well? Ah, 
Um, so he purchased the coffin for his 62nd birthday. He had his friends and family turn up, about a dozen of them or so. I have to say, they don't look like they're dressed for a funeral. I don't think they were fully taking part in this. Most of them just look like they've sort of wandered along from the bar or something. And they all read eulogies to him. And I think at that point, we're getting to the nub of it. He wanted to hear his mates tell him how great he was. I'm thinking you don't have to stage your own funeral. Just have a party and maybe have a little bit too much to drink or not. Um, it was a very, very self-indulgent thing. Although I have to say, I have since found out since reading this story, apparently it's quite a thing in Japan. They do this all the time in no. Japan. There's a culture of having your own funeral, which is weird. I mean, it is terribly self-indulgent. How obsessed are we with our own demise? Very odd. Oh, my goodness. What's that song? I bet you think the song is about you. <laughs> You're so vain. I mean, that's where my brain goes. <laughs> yeah. Adam Gilchrist with this morning's Worldview.